0: To filmic with me Lee Bricknell, broadcasting from the Midlands in the UK. fun that was high speed chase from the animated film spies in disguise from the composer theodore shapiro who i am growing very fond of and who is building up a great soundtrack portfolio the score is on the 20th century fox label and we'll sneak in another track later in the show so i have big news Thank you for that fanfare. I am broadcasting to you on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network, which was founded in 1996 by Eric Woods, and he's based in Ontario, Canada. This is a new era for Filmic, which I started in 2009. My monthly show includes new and vintage soundtracks. Eric is a member of the Film Music Critics Association, As Am I, and I would like to thank him for inviting me to join his network. Eric is a terrific supporter of film score Broadcasting, and to find out more and to hear other soundtrack shows, please visit www.cinematicsound.net. OK, let's crack on with the show, with Weird and Wonderful. is good. And that last track had all the vital elements for an Ennio Morricone track. Fabulous whistling, a chorus of what sounds like men barking in the background, and in this case, a sneaky bit of classical music. But it works because it's Morricone. Taken from the 1973 film My Name Is Nobody, you heard the Wild Horde before that, I played Mary from the recently released True History of the Kelly Gang. It's directed by Justin Kurzel, and the stark and sinuous score is by his brother Jed, whose 2015 score to Macbeth I really liked, and that film was also directed by Justin. True History of the Kelly Gang is available on the Lakeshore Records label.
1: This is Filmic with Lee Britnell.
0: In this month's show I have tracks from some late 2019 scores, a stunning vintage score from 1947, new releases and a tribute to the late Kirk Douglas. But first here is an absolutely fabulous cue from a new score by John Powell. I so love this track with its big orchestral punch. That was First Sledding Attempt from Call of the Wild. This soundtrack is such a treat, big and bold and at the same time so touching. The orchestra included accordions, Irish flutes, mandolins and of course banjos. And I love banjos. I'm going to give you another taste of it as it so deserves it. Plus it's so fab to have a strong score like this at the start of a new year. The score is on the 20th Century Fox label, and here is Ice Rescue. lush is the word for this next piece of music. It's the overture to a new French thriller called Les Traducteurs which in English means The Translators, of which there are nine of them confined to a luxurious bunker to translate the eagerly awaited final book of a best-selling trilogy and that's all I'm saying. This lick score is by Japanese composer Yun Miyake, whom I haven't heard of before, but glad I have now.
1: Listening to Filmic with Lee Brignell on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network.
0: On the 5th of February this year, actor Kirk Douglas died at the grand age of 103. Born in New York to immigrant parents, his childhood was tough as the family had little money, and what small sum they did have, his alcoholic father drank away. He yearned to become an actor after reciting a poem at kindergarten, where he received applause. In his youth, he had over 40 jobs, from selling newspapers to selling snacks to mill workers, which earned him enough to buy bread and milk for his family, which included six sisters. He graduated from high school in 1934, where he appeared in plays. It was in these plays that he knew he wanted to become an actor. After the war, where he joined the Navy, he got work in theatre and radio commercials. His friend, Lauren Bacall, recommended him to producer Hal B. Wallace, and in 1946, he made his film debut in The Strange Love of Martha Ives, and from then on, he never looked back. For me, there are two films from his 62 years of filmmaking which optimised his unique style of acting. He brought all of his young life's hardships and yearning to his role of Van Gogh in the 1956 film Lust for Life for which he won a Best Actor Golden Globe. Here is a cue called Trouble, Contentment, Outburst from the soundtrack of Lust for Life composed by Miklos Rosa. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> The second film, which Douglas himself said was one of his favourites, is the 1962 Western Lonely or the Brave. Douglas said that the character he played was 98% Kirk Douglas. He plays Jack Burns, a nonconformist who still plays it his way in a Western frontier that has greatly changed. The score for this film is by Jerry Goldsmith and I'm going to play the title track. to recent releases and the latest in the Dragonheart fantasy franchise, which is called Dragonheart Vengeance. The score is by Mark McKenzie, who in 2018 gave us the beautiful and haunting score to Max and me. McKenzie has worked on and scored other Dragonheart films, and this new one holds some of his powerful emotional touches. You'll see what I mean in this cue called You're Destined for Greatness. Lovely, lovely. The score to Dragonheart Vengeance is on the Backlot label. Let's stay in the world of fantasy with another really good soundtrack release for this new decade. The German film The Sprite Sisters is taken from the best-selling fantasy stories by UK author Sheridan Wynne. To date, 500,000 copies of her books have been sold. There are about four sisters all who have magical powers that must be used for good and never in anger. And there is certainly a sense of superb magic and wonder weaving in and out of this soundtrack. It's by composer Anne Catherine Dern. If you would like to hear more about the score, you can watch a short video on YouTube called Behind the Score of Disney's Sprite Sisters. In it, Dern says... The movie and my music team's expertise allowed me to write an old-fashioned theme-driven adventure score full of magic and heart. And she did. See what you think with the following two tracks. First, the opening, followed by Puzzle. Mm, I love those two tracks. In fact, I love the whole score. OK, let's play that second track from Theodore Shapiro's fun score to the animated film Spies in Disguise. This is Report to Langley. It's time for Filmix Vintage Soundtrack. This is where we delve into a classic score, and this month the music is as big and bold as the movie itself.
1: is the story of a high endeavour that tried and tested a woman in the remote background of Asia. The story of a prince and a beggar maid and of a nun who gave up her vows.
2: Why should we want to keep you here against your will? Because you're all
0: jealous of me. Especially you.
1: The clash of strong personalities. I understood you wanted to see me.
0: We want to talk to you on business.
1: I suppose you want to talk to me on anything else. Sorry.
0: I
2: don't know why you are being so rude to me, Mr. Dean. I have to talk business with you whether I like it or not.
1: The contrast of present peace and self-denial with the rich memories of the full years that have passed. They renounced the world of men, but found that the world was not to be denied.
2: I gave up my vows. I finished with them up there. I see. I love you.
0: I had to have the young general. I couldn't turn out the holy man. I couldn't stop the wind from blowing and the air from being as clear as crystal, and I couldn't hide the mountain.
1: I told you it was no place to put a nunnery. There's something in the atmosphere that makes everything seem exaggerated. Don't you understand?
0: taken from the book written by Rummer Godden was, shall we say, racy for 1947, and indeed caused a lot of controversy upon its release. Written, produced and directed by the dynamic duo of Michael Powell and Emmerich Pressburger, this psychological drama is about Rising tensions in a small convent of nuns, whose job it is to establish a school and hospital in an old palace in the Himalayas, on the side of an isolated mountain. Fabulous plot, I have to say, but not perhaps for the late 40s. This is a movie hinting at the sexual fantasies of nuns. It also hints at the madness caused by the strangeness of their isolation in a country they were not equipped for. I recently watched it and was immediately entranced by the music, which is equally as eerie as the film itself. The composer was Brian Easdale, who was the first British composer to receive an Oscar for his score to The Red Shoes. Take a listen to Sweet for Black Narcissus with its amazing use of vocals. What a terrific track. There is something quite creepy lurking in those exuberant voices. The key star of the movie was the cinematographer Jack Cardiff. As I mentioned, I've watched this film and even now it is simply beautiful to look at. But believe it or not, it was all filmed in a studio using scale models and the genius of Cardiff's lighting, which won him both an Academy Award and a Golden Globe for Best Cinematography. Again with the eerie use of voices, here is Death of Sister Ruth. Spectacular. I think we now need something to cheer us up. A cue called But I Will Always Be Faster from the soundtrack to Sonic the Hedgehog, composed by Junkie XL, which is fast, fun and fabulous. Check it out on the Paramount label.
1: If you'd like to contact Lee, then tap the keyboard with some nice words and requests and send to Lee. That's l-e-y dot bricknell at ntlworld.com. You can also follow Filmic on Twitter at filmicradio at twitter.com and Facebook.
0: Yes, indeed, I would love to hear from you. Just to let you know that there are many ways you can listen to filmic and other movie music shows on Cinematic Sound Radio. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Mixcloud, Stitcher, Podbay, and Pod fanatic, to name but a few, they are all listed on my blog, together with this show's playlist at www.dotfilmittracks.dotcom. Back into our frocks now, with two tracks from the recently released Emma, based on the novel by Jane Austen. This delightful score is composed by Isabella Wallerbridge and David Schweitzer, and cleverly underscores the pomposity and humour of this well-loved story. The score is on the Backlot music label and here is Christmas Dinner at the Westerns and Emma and Mr Knightley, A Kiss Before They Wed. Is only one way to end this month's show, and that is to play the new Bond song, No Time to Die, composed by Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas O'Connell. At 19, Eilish is the youngest artist ever to write and record a James Bond song. When I first heard it, I was very unsure. Like many others, I was waiting for that big dramatic musical arc, as in previous 007 theme songs. But that's the thing. That was previously, and this song is the now. We don't yet know that much about the new film's plotline or the opening sequence it will be played against. I've now listened to it a lot, and I quite like it, as do many others, obviously, as it hit the number one slot in the UK chart. It's also the first 007 song sung by a female to top the UK charts. So there. And with that, I will say thank you for listening, And until next month, take care.
1: is compiled and presented by Lee Bricknell.
2: Thank you for listening to Cinematic Sound Radio. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Cinsound Radio on Twitter, and Cinematic Sound on Facebook And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate and review the show. It really helps us rise through the ranks and helps potential new listeners find the show. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at
0: cinematicsound.net.